0: This is the Cricket Minute and I'm Dr V. Today is 18 February. At the end of second day's play, Travis Head has given an edge to Australia with his flamboyant batting. Australia were sitting very nicely with a 62 runs lead at stumps of the second day's play. Morner 16 of 19 and Travis 39 of 40 were unbeaten at the stumps. Travis Head's stay for one more session tomorrow could prove extremely detrimental to India's chances. Australia took the control very early by dismissing KL Rahul in the 18th over of the innings. KL Rahul's low scoring continued and was dismissed for 17 by Nathan Lyon. In the last 10 innings that he has played, he has just 150. KL's last respectable score was 50 that was about 14 months back against South Africa. The scores for his last 10 innings in descending chronological order are 17, 22, 10, 23, 22, 10, 12, 8, and 50. Two are against Australia, four each against Bangladesh and South Africa. If he fails in the second innings, that would be 10th failure on the trot. Hope he plays a career-defending innings in the fourth innings to repay the faith in him to the selectors. On day one, Ashwin dismissed two wickets in the same over. Nathan did it on the second day when he dismissed Rohit Sharma for 32 and Pujara for Duck in the 20th over. Contrary to Ashwin's deliveries, Lions' dismissals were mainly due to Batsman's inability to play spin. Shreys Iyer was the next one to go for a brilliant catch from Peter Hanscom. Shreys made just 4 and the scoreboard was reading only 66 for 4. Jadeja and Kohli provided a little resistance with their 15 in runs partnership. Jadeja made 26 before being dismissed by Todd Murphy. Virat Kohli was in fine touch and made 44 of 84. Virat was controversially given out LBW making him deputy Kunaman's maiden's call. On-field umpire Nitin adjudged it LBW assuming the ball hitting the pad first. TV replays clearly suggesting the ball hitting pad and bat at the same time. But the TV umpire Rillingworth was not able to find any evidence to overturn the on-field umpire's decision. The rule book for LBW clearly says in 36.22, if the ball makes contact with striker's person and bat simultaneously, this shall be considered as the ball having first touched the bat. Viras was definitely in great touch for a very big innings. Was unlucky to be given out. Unsure why this law, this rule of 36.2.2, was not considered by Lingworth as overriding uh, uh, evidence. K.S. Bharat failed for the second time in a row with a bat. He was dismissed by Lion. With score reading 139 for 7, Akshar Patel and Ravichandran Ashwin provided a masterclass partnership of 114 runs. Ashwin made 37 of 71 and Aksar Patel made 74 of 115. During that innings, Ashwin was also hit on his right shoulder, his bowling arm by by Pat Cummins. Both Ashwin and Aksar dismissals were due to brilliant catches from Travis Head and Pat Cummins respectively. India innings folded for 262. Australia's first-innings lead may be just one run but carries psychologically much more significance. In the 12 overs of Australian innings, there was no wicket-taking deliveries from Indian bowlers. The one wicket that fell was also not because of the merit of the delivery. Usman Kawaja hit straight to the fielder to get dismissed. In the first innings, Warner got hit on his left elbow and again on his helmet. So he has not completely recovered from that. He has been concussed out and Matt Renshaw will be playing for him for the remainder of this test. Travis Head and Labuschagne have forged an unbeaten 38-runs partnership for the second wicket so far with their brilliant counter-attack. Travis Heard in particular was in full control and was unbeaten on 39 at stumps. The current lead for Australia is 62. To get back into this game, India needs to act fast and stop leaking runs. Chasing 200-plus in the fourth innings is going to be a tough ask. Hope Indian batters play Ashwin more in the nets and get ready to face Lyon in the fourth innings. In the first or second, New Zealand, England have strengthened their hold further at the end of third day's play. New Zealand are struggling at 63 for five, thanks to magic spell of 4 for 21 from Stuart Broad. Stuart Broad dismissed the timber not just once, four times. Conway, Kane Williamson, Latham, and Tom Blundell, all four were clean bowled by good length deliveries of Stuart Broad pitching on the off stump with inward movement. Daryl Mitchell and Michael Michael Bracewell were at the crease at the stumps on day 3. With two full days to go, England need five wickets and New Zealand need 331 runs to win this test match. In the T20 Women's World Cup, with four victories in the group stage matches, Australia becomes the first team to reach semi-finals. Australia Women are the reigning champions and have won the T20 Women's World Cup five times already. Bangladesh is out of the tournament with the three straight losses. Sri Lanka, New Zealand and South Africa in Group 1 still has chances to reach the semi-final. In Group 2, England has three wins from their three matches. India has two wins from their three matches. India lost to England today. India was doing well in the response until Deepti Sharma's lack of cricketing sense denied batting for the in-form Ghosh. Deepti used up nine deliveries instead of rotating strike to Richa Ghosh. Richard remained not out on 47 of 34. In a close game, England defeated India by 11 runs. Roenica Singh's career best haul of 5 for 15 in 4 went in vain. For Group 2, England and India are the favourites to make it to semi. Ireland is out of the tournament with their 3 straight losses. Pakistan and West Indies are not ruled out yet. If Ireland upsets India with a win, it opens up chances for West Indies and Pakistan. They have to win the remaining matches to be in contention. That's it for this episode. See you in the next. Thanks for listening.